2016, I had the privilege of being appointed project manager on a project that will see me recruiting over 70 employees. I had to sift through hundreds of CVs for interview shortlisting and eventually appoint the right persons. Eric Elunga's CV was among the pile we were reviewing for a construction supervisor position. Eric's CV puzzled me. He had a national diploma and a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. He was quite old when compared to other prospects. Yet here he was, working at a construction site as a semi-skilled laborer. After having an interview with him, I found that he was a brilliant electrical engineer who was just unfortunate not to receive his break. He did not have much working experience, but I decided to take a chance on him. Eric did not have a lot of confidence at the beginning of his supervisor role. He would often lack assertiveness and the ability to reprimand wrongdoing employees. Having noticed that, Eric was one of the persons we took to supervisor training. From this training, Eric, the supervisor, was born. He quickly adopted in his new role, having obtained some training and further coaching from me. Fast forward, a friend of mine had an electrical consulting business and I thought it would be an excellent opportunity for Eric. When the construction contract ended, he managed to secure a job with my friend's company. He was now a step closer to realizing his dream of being a high-flying electrical engineer. Eric had many challenges in securing a job in his home country in the DRC and in South Africa. Having paid the high price of sacrificing his pride to get to the next level, Eric now works as a network support analyst for a company in the Czech Republic and will be working as an electrical engineer again in a Czech Republic company. His new role will see him working as an electrical engineer on projects around the world. In hindsight, Eric was a brilliant electrical engineer. He only needed one opportunity to take his career to the next level. In this episode, I continue my conversation with Eric. We talk about his struggles in South Africa and how one opportunity helped propel his career to the point where he now works in the Czech Republic. Eric's story is one of sacrifice. His life story demonstrates that sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward. His life story proves that sometimes you have to put your pride aside to achieve your greatest desires. I hope that this episode can inspire an engineer, technician, or artisan struggling with getting that one opportunity to propel their career to new heights. With that said, welcome to the Engineering in Africa podcast. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. Part two, part two, we back. Yes. So yeah, man. So far, so good. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, man. Um, all right. So we were talking about the I think you you were speaking about the your strategy on getting a job. Like right now, there's like there's a lot of graduates who are I don't know. I I don't know if complaining is the right word, but 
who are saying that they can't find jobs. Like people just can't find jobs. South Africans in South Africa can't find jobs, you know? And, yes. Um, uh, so what I had a lot of friends that I studied with that had the same problem. Yeah. And most of them are the ones that were not um, uh, retained after they are uh, in service training. Yeah. If you are lucky enough from your in-service training, you are the company keeps you. It does. Then right. you, yes. But if the company releases you, then pretty it's much screwed. Difficult yeah. to get another job, and hmm. most of companies they just uh, advertise for positions hmm. and. Two years later, you find the same position. We are looking for an electrical yeah. engineer. You apply no response. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get you. So, uh, so that that strategy of volunteering did it work? Um. So I volunteered, and one month down the line, I saw and I learned a lot, and I was enjoying it. <laughs> And I, one or two months later, I saw a group of newcomers in yeah. the workshop. Uh, they were hired already. I'm like, okay, when did they recruit them? Yeah. And when did it happen? And I'm here. I don't know when did it happen? Mm. When did they interview people? So I was like, oh, okay, and the next will happen maybe in two years. Mm. So I can't keep volunteering for two years. Yeah. And it's the government, they don't just hire. Mm. If it was private, maybe the manager would have sent a request to say, okay, we need this guy, but this is the government. So yeah. I, I just stayed home, mm. <laughs> no more volunteering, <laughs> but at least I learned a lot in yeah. clinical engineering and those that, that what helped me in the next interviews, when I went for interviews, I went for a lot of uh, uh, net care interviews yeah. and 98% um, of them, they were successful. Mm. I went for like 10 what, or 7 interviews. So what, what does successful mean? You, you got a job offer. Uh, successful means, for me at that time, it yeah. was not getting the, the job offer. It was getting that email that says, we loved uh, the managers, liked your uh, prestation, your yeah. personality and your mind. And we're going to, let you know. So when they say we're gonna let, gonna you, let know, you know, I already you know. it's yeah. done. But sometimes they come for the second time and they call mm. you for the second interview and they interview you again and then the HR send you some paperwork to fill in because you are uh, you've been shortlisted. Yeah. Okay, they are looking for two people, but they have shortlisted three. Okay, yeah. so. I have so you've got a good a chance, yeah. Successful, yes. Yeah, and then just to find out that I'm the third one, <laughs> and they take the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. So, it so was, how uh, be, 
between um, the time you graduated and you got the volunteer, um, let's say position, like how long was it, how long did that take you? Okay, I graduated in 2013. Yeah. And it's in 2014 that I uh, had that idea of volunteering. Mm -hmm. And because it didn't work out, and after all those other interviews, uh, sometimes the HR calls you. They say, okay, uh, we need your paperwork. And then you bring the paperwork, you have a study permit. Oh, yeah, because I was going to ask you that, um, that at that time, did you have your, yes. your, your critical skills visa or something? No, no, no. I still had the the, uh, the study permit. The study permit. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. From from UJ. Yeah. So sometimes the HR doesn't want to go through those paperwork of hiring someone with a study permit. Yeah. They need to give you uh, uh, necessary paperwork for you to go to the home first to apply yeah. for a work permit. Yeah. So they they just look at the study permit. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's too much. Work. I, I, I've had that experience. <laughs> like, I, I don't want, I don't want uh, the study permits. Yeah. That's why. That's why I said a lot of them were successful because you'll get to the point where they say, okay, he is the offer, and can we have your uh, ID, copy of your ID? And then because they see you are from Congo, can we have your work permit? And then you yeah. send the copy of your study permit. They're like, I, I see. No, I you see. see this and that. Yeah. Because there's a government law that says if a company hires um, a foreigner mm -hmm. and they want to apply for a work permit for him, they need to prove that they have advertised for that position and for no more South than six African. months. Yeah. And there is no South African who qualifies. Just Not me. only who qualifies, but even a South African that can get trained yeah. for that position. Yeah. So they can take a South African that is in S3 doing his last year or S4 he can be trained while he's obtaining his diploma. So I see. that's I see. a very difficult law to bypass when you want to hire a foreigner with a visa, yeah. with a study with visa. A study so, visa, yeah. Yes. All right, so then from there, you got a job eventually. Um, I My study visa expired. So I was like, okay, I'm in South Africa. The next move is to get a job because if you get a job, then you can apply for work permits because yeah. it's a bit complicated there. When you go for a job interview, they tell you if you had the work permit, we would have hired you. But at the but same to time, to get a work permit, <laughs> they said you need a job to get a work permit. So I. I decided to go back to Congo. Mm. I was like, okay, the visa expired. I can't get a new visa. The only condition to get a new visa is to go back to school. Yeah. Register again, 
maybe do masters. I'm like, I will study until when? Yeah. I need to work a bit because mm. I'm getting old and no experience. And the time, no yeah, yeah, yeah. The time yes. is running out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I went back to Congo. Mm. I tried to apply for jobs there and um, everyone that sees you, they look at you like, okay, uh, we're looking for a way out of DRC and you are coming back. Yeah. And surprisingly, all my friends that I found there, that I left there, they were like five steps ahead of me. They were, they had nice jobs. They were driving. I was like, okay, so South Africa made me so late. Now I speak English. I have a degree, but I am way behind from them. So it's difficult to compete with them. Let me go back there and fight more. Yeah. So now I went to the South African consulates. I look at the conditions for critical skills and I qualified. So mm. I had a bachelor degree from South Africa and I was a, an engineering candidate from EXA. Yeah. And I had that certificate with me. I was like, okay, let me try. Mm. I applied for a critical skills visa. They told me it will take uh, eight weeks to process mm. But three days later, they called me saying, oh, your visa was approved. You can call, come and collect. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me go back. To and and this, is, oh, this was the critical skills visa? Yes. Okay. And that allows, then you don't need a work permit once you have that. It's um, the critical skills visa it, because South Africa um, labor has a, a list of skills uh, skilled, um, how short, do you call it? Sh uh, shortage. Short or, or deficit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So electrical engineering is part of it. Okay. So for them, it was easier for them because I studied in South Africa and mm. I had the um, EXA certificate. So they're like, oh, this is a familiar from... South Africa, I'll yeah. give him a visa. Yeah. So I got the critical skills visa. I went back to South Africa, back to job hunting. I started mm. calling back all the companies that told me, if you had a, a work a permit, work permit yeah. 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 yes. Or they came up with another story. Oh, you have a critical skills work permit. Oh, mm. if you had a permanent residence. Oh, I see. <laughs> so the, the goalpost keeps <laughs> moving and moving and moving. <laughs> yes. I got you. Yeah. Um, but from there, I didn't take long mm. because just when I got to South Africa, I sent um, my new numbers to my... Um, uh, school colleagues and friends because when I was uh, job hunting I was twittering uh, um, students from different universities. I started with UJ yeah. but um, they were talking to each other like when you you're working on your uh, last year's project yeah uh, I was good at practical and electronics. So if you have problems with your project, 
just call this guy. He, he will understand your project and he can Twitter you along the way. So mm. that's what I was doing on my part-time, which mm. was my full-time. <laughs> so I got a lot of contact from students and mm. they were calling on the phone and we can yeah. work on their project on the phone. Some yeah. they were coming, we sit down and... So I, I was getting good at it, and I had mm. a lot of contacts. Yeah. So when I send all the contacts and say, okay, here's my new number, mm. directly I got a, a, a call from uh, Homolemo. She's yeah. a friend. She was at IGS. Yeah. She was like, I've been looking for you. Mm. This this uh, contract at my job, mm. uh, they interviewed people, but um, come tomorrow at 10. Just yeah. send your CV to this email. Yeah. I sent my CV and I went there. The interviews were done already mm. and um, it was uh, just the project manager explaining mm. to us what we're supposed to do. For mm. me, I went there for an interview, but I found already <laughs> everything was bad. <laughs> it was, so it was, it was, like, it was oh, a job induction. Yes, it was a job <laughs> induction already. Um, no, because the manager already looked at my CV and said, okay, well, this, the interviews have passed, but looking at the CV, he can just join us on the induction. Mm. So we worked in that um, uh, the condition uh, project for um, the project was about inspecting hospitals in the uh, uh, how North do you West. call that province? Northwest. North yeah. yes. <laughs> I know a lot. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were the big engineer in that company. So you know, you know a lot. So yeah, we went to Northwest we inspected hospital, we traveled a lot, the all Northwest. The project was uh, very well, and it's, it, for me, it was well paid. My first mm. South African paid job. The, the, the first real salary. Real salary. <laughs> and, oh, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it, it actually it's made me see that, okay, this time it's going to go well. Mm. So um, the project ran like for one and a half months mm. and we completed the project. Then that was 2015. Mm. And then the next year, 2016, I got a call like, okay, you worked on this project and IGS has another project. So would you like to be part of I'm like, yeah, yes. Yes. Because I was still... It was good, it was good uh, money. <laughs> yes. And I was still unemployed. Yeah. So yeah. I joined and this time it was not in Northwest. It was in Heidelberg. Yeah. And I got there. And, and that's where that's time, where we met. That's where we met. Yes, yes. <laughs> Luckily, this time, the project manager didn't care about ages mm. because he was. And I saw okay, things went well. We 
had a lot of inductions because it was a big site, you know, yeah. it, uh, and it came with a lot of safety precautions and yeah. a lot of conditions. Mm. Yeah, we took long to start working, but yes, mm. we did start safety working. Safety is important. Yes. Yeah. Oh, in that in that site, they took safety measures very That's seriously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So when we started working, the position was um, uh, general worker. Mm -hmm. I had a bachelor degree in no, my No, it band, wasn't. It wasn't a general worker. No, it was. It was a general worker. Was it not? Was it not um, skilled? Skilled. Um, Labor or something like that, or artisan no, no, or something. No, no, no. They, no. Uh, they hired us as general workers. Okay. But because there was some politics between um, people who came from IGS Johannesburg mm. and locals. Yeah. So they had to hire locals. So they promoted people from Johannesburg <laughs> to semi school. <laughs> and locals were general, general workers. workers. Okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. So now I remember. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a lot of politics there. Yeah. And you, so, you learned a lot, eh? Yes, I learned a lot in yeah. construction, and it made me forget the clinical engineering. The clinical engineering was um, something that I wanted to do because I was the more interviews you get, the more readings you do, and mm. the more you learn. And those are the only positions you get called from. Yeah. But now I'm into construction and I love construction. So yeah. I was happy. I was like, okay, this is starting. Um, Construction. Construction. This is always. this is what you want yeah. to do. <laughs> yes, this is what I want to do because yeah. there's there's no there's no good feeling like working on a project from scratch and you see it growing. Yeah. And the next time you pass by, you like, okay, I, yeah, I, 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 I was there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yes. So while we were working there, it's um there was a like a blockage where because of all the conditions on site they said um you have more than 40 um agent mm. but you have only one supervisor construction yeah. supervisor you need more supervisors so they were looking for a second supervisor and four assistant supervisors mm. and my manager Kululeko, <laughs> in the induction he's like okay guys uh, the job the work has stopped because we need supervisors mm. whoever feels like he can apply for these positions i'm waiting for your cvs just in the induction i took out my phone i sent my cv to mm. mr kululeko and he called me he's like what are you doing here <laughs> like, what? you have a degree and you working here wearing you know yeah. you feel proud when you're working yeah but there's a part that makes you feel bad is when you see 
people from Transnet or yeah. people from other contractors that are working, they have different uniforms. Yeah. And you are wearing those blue. And I don't know if you remember that side head. Yeah. The head color is showing your position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, safety officers, they had their head colors. Managers, right. they had their head and colors. Supervisors. Yeah. Yes, securities. And mine was green. So it yeah. means you are the lowest. <laughs> like so you, when you walk outside, yeah. <laughs> and you see all those beautiful ladies passing in big cars, they look at yeah. you wearing green. They don't see you at all. Yeah, you're, you're like invisible. Yeah. Because I think I think for me, when when I saw your CV, like mm. like I I think at some point I was angry at you to say, but uh, how the like how how do you have like such a beautiful like beautiful qualifications, and you've mm. got a bachelor's in. Um, electrical you I look at your transcripts you were getting good marks and you are here working you know <laughs> in, the, in this construction at like a skilled laborer and I'm like no 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 come talk to me what's going on you know and then I think when we spoke then I was like yeah. okay now nah, I get you and I felt that you were like you, you had the maturity um but you i think you didn't have the the confidence at the time if you remember um yes um yeah. the more people you meet in the industry mm. that interviews you they check the gap that you have from your graduations mm. to to the times you are sitting with them interviewing and you have never worked Mm. They kind of make you feel like you are lazy. You are just sitting at home yeah, yeah. doing nothing. So that kind of uh, kill your confidence. Yeah. Because sometimes you go in that interview, you're like, okay, this one, I qualify for it. And whatever they do in that company, when you read about it, you're mm. like, I know these things, I'm going to kill it. And you get there, the managers are looking at you like, four years sitting down not working yeah i'll be honest because i i also i think i also felt the same way you know because I, yeah. I kept asking but okay what have you been doing like you graduated <laughs> <laughs> and after graduating what have you been doing and then i think you, you, yeah. you spoke about the whole tutoring and what have you and yeah. i was like yeah but okay um yeah, but I think like when when you started, um, I think what I promoted you to assistant supervisor. Yes. Um, okay. No, you promoted me to supervisor. Supervisor. So oh, okay. Yeah. Two yeah. supervisors. Yeah. And four assistant supervisors. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> uh, you were in a deep end and you had to swim. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that promotion gave me back my confidence. And yeah. the day we were going for that uh, training, mm. you kept this, talking yeah. about me. You kept being surprised, like, "Hey, man, how can you have a bachelor degree?" And you, no, no, no. What's yeah. going on? And then 
you spoke to me about your friend who owns an electrical company. You're like, okay, mm. let me give him a call. You called him while you were driving. You're like, mm. hey, so how is it going? He's yeah. like, oh. and you were like, okay, I have this guy mm. from Congo. He's struggling to get a job, but he has a bachelor degree in electrical engineering. Mm. And um, Sifiso response was like, okay, I'm, um, I'm kind of in the middle of something, but have him send me his CV. Yeah. And he, he gave you his email. Yeah. While he was spelling the email to you, I was writing it on my phone mm. and I sent the CV and I told you, yeah, tell him I've sent the CV. Yeah. So we were still in the car. He called. Mm. He's like, hey, man, I got your CV, but I'm still working on one, two, three things. Yeah. But when I'm ready, I'll call you back. Yeah. That gave me like, okay, there's something that, that I'm looking forward to. That's right. Even if yeah. this contract ends, there's something there's I'm something, looking forward yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was really, really good. Yeah. And yeah, so so now you 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 got this position as from general general <laughs> laborer <laughs> to skilled yes. laborer to uh, supervisor, and supervisor. you had you had uh, how many assistant supervisors? Four of them. All right, and then under the yes. assistant supervisor, so there was um, I think there was six teams. Was it four teams or six teams? Um, there was um, the number of domes. That was the number of teams. We yeah. were like 70 in total. Yeah, 70, yeah. And how many domes were there? 12. Yeah, it was, it, we were, there was 12, but we were working on 10, uh, on 8, on 8. 8, oh, yes. So yeah, we had eight. No, no, there was 10 and we were working on 8. Okay. Yeah. So... Yes, and I so got, now, yeah, and 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 before then, you had no management or supervisory experience. No, 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 and uh, that's why this project kind of kicked my career. Mm. That's why they always say meeting goods, uh, the right people in life. Mm. It's um, the first step was to meet Homolemo yeah. from school. Yeah. Um, we were talking about electronics from time to time. Mm. If she has a problem on her project, she would give me a call. Hey, there's mm. this and this. What can I do? Because already I worked on it, and she had the the uh, the the lecturer who was working with her on her project was the most difficult of all the lecturer. Yeah. No matter how good you are, his response is, you're going to fail, see you next year. Mm. So with Homolemo, she was like, okay, Eric, how did you do it? Because that lecture had, on my time, he had like, he took over all the students that could not find other lecturer because mm. uh, all students ran away from him. Yeah. But his patient, he's like, all the lecturer, when they get full, Mm. The rest come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was part of um, yeah. his team, mm. and he had like twenty students. Yeah. Out of those twenty students, I am the only one who passed sure. the project. Yeah. Okay. So every time this is this was UJ. Asking, 
yes, this was you, Jay. Okay. All the students were asking me, how did you do it with him? Yeah. Actually, I, I failed. He told me, okay, uh, your project is, does not qualify for uh, BTEC level. Mm. See you next year. I was like, no, sir. <laughs> Tell me what I should add to my project to make it BTEC level. To work, yeah. He gave me the whole list. And that list, I was like, everything he's saying, I can do it. Yeah. But he said, I want to see it working 100% tomorrow at 10. Yeah. So I look at the list, he said, and I look at the project and he wanted tomorrow by 10. Mm. And uh, after tomorrow, I had the management test. Mm. So it's either I spend all time on this project and fail anyway. Mm and then fail the management test or yeah. just leave it fail and concentrate on management test. Mm. So I concentrated on management test and a good friend of mine called me mm. like, what, how did it go with Mr. Fouchet? That was yeah. his name. How did it go with him? I'm like, he gave me this and this and this. And my friend was like, yes, and you have done all of those. Why don't you work on your project? I'm like, I'm preparing the management test. Those mm. are a lot of things. And even if it works, he might fail me anyway. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm coming to collect you because all my friends, they were driving. Mm. The um, people who are doing BTEC at UJ, most of them are uh, working yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah, so but why, why were you doing BTEC now? Um, no, I, it's like a step back that I made to go back to school oh. from where I met with Homolemo. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yes, mm. so I met Homolemo. Homolemo yeah. introduced me to his uh, contract at work, and okay. from there I met you, yeah. and you introduced me to Sifiso, who was yeah. my last boss. Yeah. So, um, mm. working as a uh, construction supervisor now I'm mm. resuming from where we left off working as a construction supervisor uh, gave me a confidence yeah. and um, from the training because um, you paid for our training yeah. and that training gave us a management skill how to deal with people because mm. it was 70 people is a lot Mm. So we had to deal with safety officers, environmental officers, and... securities from the site. Yeah. And that site was just a busy one and it, mm. it was a lot. So mm. I learned a lot into yeah. supervising people and mm. how to deal with people. Mm. And, then, and, and then when you moved to Kangwe, uh, uh, you, you were what now? An engineer now? <laughs> no, no. Now, when I got a call from Sifiso, yeah. he called me saying, okay, I have completed the one, two, three that I, I was waiting for. Are you still in the market? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And we met. He interviewed me and he was happy with my <laughs> interview. Mm. And I started working for him. And that's the time, the first time I get a permanent contract. 
yeah a nice steady salary yes yes <laughs> yeah no the the salary was less than yours <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it, it it was a good start for a permanent job that's right yeah because it even allowed me to apply for from critical skills to a permanent residence yeah yeah now let's talk i want to fast forward now to mm. you where you are now so your whole journey um so to summarize uh, drc to sa back to drc back to sa and then now you are in the netherlands right the Czech Republic. Oh, sorry, Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah. So now you're in the Czech Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. Um, in the last we in this last uh, mm. segment, um, I think we've got about fifteen uh, minutes or so. Let's talk about yes. how, like you you like number like I, I'm just curious. Number one on like the thought mm. process, like. What made you decide to 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 start applying outside of South Africa and going to like Czech Republic? I've ne- I wouldn't have never thought of working in che- in the Czech Republic. Uh, like, w- what was the thinking? Like, what what motivated that? Okay, um, applying uh, overseas, everywhere else was when it was not working good for me in South Africa. So with internet, I was applying now everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But this time, um, I got a link from a friend saying, okay, they're looking for uh, engineers at this company. So I just took the link and I applied. Mm-hmm. And the next day I got a call because already at Kangwe, I learned a lot at Kangwe also because yeah. at Kangwe I was an electrical technician. Okay. I was working in design and I was supervising uh construction. Yeah. So once we design at the office, we go to sites, I am a construction manager mm. and so I learned a lot between the communication um because Kangwe was not constructing. We were yeah. A consultant, a consulting so we construction company. Yeah. yeah. So I became a liaison between um, the customer, which was most of time Randwater, mm. and our contractor. Yeah. So I had to 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 take reports from the contractor and then give it to my boss, and if mm. the boss is happy, send then it give to Randwater. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. I I had that I developed that communication skill between mm. those uh, two parties. Yeah. And then when I got the call from NSC mm-hmm. is the company I'm working for. Yeah. I got the call. They had a position similar. It's not an electrical engineering, but it's IT. Yeah. But also requires a lot of communication between companies and their client, which is mm. AT&T. Okay. AT&T is a uh, mm. telephone yeah, provider. It's, it's, it's like a Vodacom. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. a mother of all the yeah, telecommunications. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So 
we spoke and they saw that okay um i had i have this thing of communicating with people yeah and they saw my cv they spoke with my boss um and i don't know if you have noticed uh it's like they are thing before they hire you they talk to your boss yeah uh, so they mm. called my boss like oh yeah. how is eric how is yeah. he like and Yes, just the way they did with you. <laughs> yeah. And they offered me a job. Yeah. And I looked at the job, it's overseas. And I look at my past in South Africa, I was not that so likely compared to all other friends. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe if South Africa is not working well for me, let me go try Continue. overseas. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So they did all the process for work permit, visa, and all the thing. Yeah. Then I moved to the Czech Republic. Okay. But on a on a dollar to dollar basis, does the the Czech Republic pay more than South Africa? Oh no. Uh, uh south africa pays a lot more okay so 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 the rent is more valuable than the czech corona okay the czech republic is in the uh, european union okay but they don't use euros they use Mm. their Their corona Mm. yes and and um the the value of the um uh currency is lower than the south african rand okay so now so 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 clearly your motivation was not money it was like no, a much it's a much bigger uh, a bigger tree like a bigger vision i guess yes it was a um a an adventure <laughs> not uh, in that sense of adventure it was like new challenge yeah new country where you don't speak the language at all and <laughs> you don't know anyone mm. you you just get there at the airport mm. you're like hey here i come <laughs> yeah and and this time is worse because in sa at least your you you had your uncle the side yes i had my family the yeah. in, in sa but here uh, uh it's I just don't you know anyone. yeah um, um Actually, I have a a friend. Mm-hmm. He's also from Congo. He also passed by South Africa, and now he works for IBM. IBM okay. is huge. Yeah. He also got a job from South Africa. He's the one who encouraged me to take the job because he also did almost the same thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have thought maybe it's um, it a scam yeah. because the way they do it. And at the end, because I'm from Congo, yeah to apply for the visa they say okay because you are originally from congo the um congolese uh situation is worked by our embassy in mm. abuja mm. so i was like oh it's nigeria <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you you're like yes it's done. i'm gonna be they're gonna give me a bag that's already packed <laughs> they say no climb the aeroplane and you know one thing leads yes, to another but, yeah <laughs> i communicated with the embassy in abuja they yeah. did my paperwork they sent me back and i went yeah. to the embassy in africa yeah. but now i work for uh 
NSC at AT&T. Yeah. I communicate with um, the team I'm working in. We um, we communicate with all these big companies that AT&T supply um, internet with. Okay. So in the, in the whole, have, in the, in the in whole the of Czech Republic? No, in the whole world. Oh, okay. When I get a ticket from my computer, I check it South Africa and I call the technician on site. I say, hey, come join me for it. Hey. Yeah. And then we speak, we do whatever he has to do on site. And then the next ticket comes, it's in, it's in Malaysia mm. and you work with them. And then the next ticket is in USA. So you speak with people from the old world yeah. and everything it's, is done remotely. So my man, this is, this is like, <laughs> I don't know, like for me, like, it's amazing, man. <laughs> like it's amazing. Like I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps. I don't know if it's the echo in the room or what, but I'm getting goosebumps, man. Like, oh, thank like, you, thank like you. You just, are part of the 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 confidence you had in yeah. me. You didn't look at me like everyone else was looking at me. You know, people look at yeah. you and they judge you yeah. on the spot. They just look at you like uh, they look at your age. They look at the lack of your experience. They judge you. They like. Yeah. Mm, he, is lazy so it's yeah yeah so i'm like i don't know i don't want to lie like for me like yes man like (laughs) i'm very proud of you joe like you know i'm i'm very very proud of you and and now you did get a call from my next employer he's um it's uh annual now I'm back to electrical engineering, yeah. but now it's um, I'm going to work in three fields at the same time mm-hmm. um, because now I I am working into uh, IT. Yeah, but my background is electrical, electrical. engineering. Yeah, so now my uh, next job will be IT, electrical engineering, and automation. Oh, okay. So you got that job. Yes, I oh, did. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations. When are you starting? Thank you. On the first of February next okay. week. Okay, okay, okay. So you yeah. you literally handing over on the current job now? Yes, um, I'm left with uh, three nights to work, and okay. after that, um, I'll be done with them. Sure. So um, we're doing the end over stuff they're taking back the um the access because yeah. we have access to all their customers right now if i switch on my computer i can access a router of one of their customer mm. at the end the other end of the yeah. the world i yeah. can switch off their internet i see i, I can see. so the whole site can go down yeah. just by clicking a button yeah. on my computer so, they have to take back all those accesses. But I still have three days. They will shut me down on In the last next day. day. Now tell me, like, yeah. what what motivated now the move to, you said, what's the name of the company that you're moving to now? Uh, Honeywell. 
annual so what's yeah. uh, what's the motivation there are they is annual also um like more global or they yes it's focus global, on, it, hmm. yes it's global and it focus also okay uh, AT&T is focus on the internet provision and making um, a cloud for companies so that companies they still use the internet um how do they call it um on their cloud okay the company can have um one office in Johannesburg the other one in France yeah. but they they are uh, oh, sharing uh, their without yeah okay i see i see yeah so but now Honeywell is oh Honeywell oh, honey yes is yes, it honey honey, honey yes. be honey Yes. Oh yeah, I know Honeywell. Okay, Honeywell is big. Yeah, it's big. So, um, they work with uh, manufacturing industries. Yeah, and yeah, no, they're huge. They're huge. So yeah. huge. Yeah. So now the team that I will be working on, I will be the only electrical engineer. And mm. now, my job title is electrical engineer. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> finally, 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 man. Um, there's a lady from Canada. She's yeah. the team supervisor. She's a chemist. Yeah. And there's a night specialist. Um, and there is a PLC specialist. There's a mechanical engineer. Hmm. And I will be the electrical engineer. So uh, we we. Yeah of engineers together and then you you get whatever project and then you yes. work, you work on the design and take yes. it from design and go to construction yes yeah. so we will be working on um uh designs and maintenance okay. um all those things so from my computer i can see all the annual customers and yeah. their automation how it's going yeah. and if there is an issue that's on site they can't see yeah. then i can call them and say hey check uh this okay. machine needs this and this and that so yeah. i will still be communicating with the customer yeah. and see what next machine they need design how they need to install it and yeah. all so now so now with the with the Honeywell position you're going to get more stamps on your passport i'm assuming is it going to be a lot <laughs> of traveling um i had two job offers one yeah. was mainly traveling around the world and going from site to site yeah. but they kind of didn't want to interview me for uh, they didn't want to give me that position because of the covid yeah they say even if we give you this position we might not hire you yet because mm. you you can't travel as needed yeah but um, just join this team they mm. don't travel a lot yeah. mostly they work from home or oh, it's still honeywell uh, yes still oh, honeywell oh okay 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 but in case uh because i speak french yeah 
they will still need me on those traveling because they have also a lot of um, sites in French countries. Okay. So it will be easier for me to go there, speak English and go there, speak French. Um, my yeah. man, my man. I think that's the, that's the big advantage, man. Like, yeah. you know, you know, for me, like I look at um, like, like people in your situation Yes. that if you come from an african country where there's a like they're speaking like french or portuguese or or spanish or whatever you know like it opens up the like your opportunities a lot because yes. because now if you if you understand the english then you become like very versatile and yes yeah like exactly. you can you can literally work anywhere in the world that's true yeah because english is global yeah but still um the other languages like uh, portuguese and french they are still holding their ground and yeah. they still needs a lot of uh, connection between the two so yeah. yes there's a lot of markets there yeah, <laughs> yeah man you know eric your story is very very motivating you know and i'm hoping that like anyone listening to the podcast or okay the other thing is we we might also put it on the on our youtube channel um oh. but i'll let you know but um but for now it's just a podcast and yeah like i think like anyone who's listening to the engineering in africa podcast right now they should be like super inspired i know you haven't reached the point where you want to reach yet but oh your level uh, yes uh, but uh, listen to this guy yeah. hey stop it man <laughs> you know and i think i think i think like you've surpassed me like you know you've mm. you've literally surpassed me because like your your international exposure like just puts you on a different level like you are on a you, way different level and i think like it was a good idea to move to the Czech Republic and and look at the opportunities that you're getting, man. Like it's just amazing, man. Yeah. So, when as a as a as we close, um, there's a kid sitting in the DRC. He wants to be an electrical engineer someday. Uh, what what three things can you advise that kid? Three things. Yeah. Um, the first one is to learn as much as he can from everyone. Because yeah. you always learn from... Mm. That's the thing that I learned when I was a supervisor mm. at your project. Sometimes you learn from the people that you didn't expect at all. Mm. they just come and tell you hey you see this one it's working like this because you did this do yeah. it this way yeah and you see it works it don't ever underestimate anyone yeah he yeah. might know a few things that you you never knew mm. there is one word that motivated me more yeah that you told me you said um 
most people want to hire people who have experience. Mm. They think because they have been doing the same thing and it works, they think they are doing it. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. So they they don't hire new people that can come with new ways mm. to do things that might work better than what they usually do. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So the second thing for... Uh, Lesson number person, two, yeah. Um, um, always shoot for the moon. Yeah. And land amongst the stars. <laughs> yeah. If your vision is just here, yeah. you you can't see what's behind there. Mm. But if you look behind there, then you'll say, okay, for me to get there, where do I put my foot? Yeah. Right here. So it will allow you to meet the right people and mm. always be in contact with the right people it's it's very nice yeah tip number three tip number three learn as many languages as you can (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) it opens and it opens international doors eh you know yeah because yeah because i think what what i like from a south african point of view Mm. um like what i've seen with a lot of south africans including myself like we are like we just closed up into um south africa that i'm just gonna you know get my like you know get my qualifications get my job in south africa and that's that you understand and yes when i see like a lot of guys especially like in varsity you know like when I see a lot of guys from the Zimbabwe, DRC, whatever, coming to UJ to study. And, oh, here's a question. Are there any South Africans who study in the DRC universities? Nope, I don't think so. You see, so... In the olden days, yes, but now... And also our education system, Mm. if... A South African can get the, his national diploma in U, at UJ and yeah. come to Congo to yeah. learn French. Yeah. Already learning English when you speak French is easier than learning French when you speak English. Yeah. And also our curriculum, it's it's not that easy. Yeah. Even as it's kicks like it's hard, so we are used hard. to it, but yeah. it's kicking us. I don't know if you have noticed that why most Congolese, when they get out of the Congo, they mm. they shoot. When yeah. they go whatever university they go to, they just shoot. They like they, yes, just distinctions and distinctions, <laughs> and <laughs> they put everything yes. in it. Yeah, and that's what I've realized. You know, um, I remember is it Mobesa? I forgot his name. I think it's Mobesa. He he used to get distinctions of distinctions on distinctions because like it's an opportunity to yes. you know to to because you've you you've literally went out and now it's yes. an opportunity to actually go even further, you know, than yes. where you were, you know. Yeah. So I think like to the South Africans listening to this discussion, 
like I think we need to start thinking outside of South African borders. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, even if maybe it's not like uh, in Africa, but, you know, start thinking about, you know, the possibilities of actually working in the Czech Republic or, you know, um, any of the other European countries, you know, it's a, yeah. I think it's a good. I have noticed that with our fellow white South African. Yeah. A lot of them, after graduating, mm. they they go yeah. out of they South go to Australia, like Australia. They go to Canada, when US. Yeah. For, um, when you check on LinkedIn, yeah, you see how many alumni are in those companies. They suggest you that needs, for example, electrical engineers, and yeah. then it shows you it's in Canada, but you see mm. already it has. 11 UJ alumni, you like, yeah, yeah, UJ students already working <laughs> that's a lot, so yeah. yeah, it's um, but mostly as um, black people, we are not yet that open to seeing um, other places, yeah. unless the company he's working for. Send sends them wherever. Yeah, yeah, but they don't just uh, look at it and say, "Oh, I'm gonna apply overseas." That's mm. right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, Eric. Mm. Thank you very much for your time, man. Um, thank you. Very yeah, very I'll very send you. I'll send you the links and everything. Uh, we will okay. spend time. I think the the first episode will go out on the first of February. Okay. When you start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so after my new job i will come home and um, watch uh your show that's correct yeah <laughs> yeah thank you for being being the first first um person to join the engineering in africa podcast and yeah man i appreciate it and i wish thank you, you for the yeah, yeah i wish you all the best um on your new job sure. And yeah, let's let's talk after yeah, and you know after yeah, <laughs> and and see you know your journey yeah uh, where you at what you're you doing yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. appreciate it Eric man thank you very much enjoy your day and thank you cool, man. to you sure man thank you for listening to the second part of my discussion with Eric. Eric's story is very inspiring because I saw where it started and where it is today. I am sure he will fly even higher in the near future. I would really appreciate it if you can rate this episode and share it with friends and colleagues who might find it interesting. Thank you again for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.